When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Faye. And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And today we are talking about Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, continuing our actually good movie month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great Mary movie. Poppins. Yeah, it was thoroughly enjoyable. As we said on Twitter, long ass movie. Longer than I remembered (laughs) for sure I started with this one because I was like this is going to be the shortest one it's a kids movie it's It's going to move it should be an hour and a half (laughs) and I looked at I was like 220 (laughs) what the hell is happening here I think if you remade this movie now, yeah. you'd make some more judicial edits. Well, I don't think Step in Time would be eight minutes. Right. I don't think kids have the attention span for an nah, eight-minute dance over anymore. That's a long-ass fucking song. Well, which is also sad because those are such talented... That's such great choreography, mm. talented dancers. You'd be like, of course more of that would be great. Yes. But yeah, it, it wears on you a little bit. I don't but know how that, this is a kid's movie, though. Yeah. This, is, this isn't a kid's movie to me. Really? I I don't think it can be. In my mind, like, especially like kids today, I'm like, this is a movie for adults that want to feel some sort of whimsy or uh, nostalgia. Um, I'm not sitting a child down in front of a movie that's two and a half hours. No. It can't be done. No. And and funny enough, what we were saying before is like, I don't remember a lot of this movie because clearly I lost attention. As a kid watching this, I lost attention at the same point every time through, which is in and around uh, Tuppence. I didn't remember. T- I remember the bird lady. I did not remember Tuppence. Ah, oh, dude. But uh, yeah, so quick quick recap, I guess, of what this movie is about. Um, uh, basically, uh, the Bankses, right, are mm-hmm. the uh, family, and they're struggling to keep a nanny. Um, the kids want somebody nice and sweet, um, so they write down their things, and they get... Mary Poppins, the magical nanny, yeah. who takes them on a bunch of uh, different adventures. They have uh, they 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 uh, go into a sidewalk chalk drawing. They have tea on the ceiling. Um, what other things do they do? Uh, a whole bunch of other things. Uh, fun, sort of whimsical, magical adventures. And uh, ultimately, in the end, uh, Mr. Banks, the stuffy banker father kind of learns to let loose and kind of love his kids. And then Mary Poppins goes on her way. Is that a pretty good summary, yeah. would you say? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mary, okay. <laughs> I don't know how to launch into this rant, but I'm going to do it. All right. I first like to say that I really like this movie. And I realize secondarily that anything I'm about to say is not the point of this movie. Okay. <laughs> but Mary Poppins is a goddamn psychopath. <laughs> she is insane okay self-obsessed um kind of a dick um actually no a a dick i'm gonna say it she's a dick she's psychotic she's super into herself and um she doesn't seem to do anything to help anybody really (laughs) yeah everything kind of dominoes into this this scenario where she's like that's what the point was the whole time and I'm like well either you're some sort of uh, I, I well I do believe she's a witch uh, for sure she's a witch uh, 
but she, it's like, oh, this is what I was orchestrating the whole time. And mm. I'm like, mm, doubt it. <laughs> Did you take any action to make that happen? Yeah, she... She just takes the kids on adventures. Like, she sincerely, at certain points, does some evil shit. Yeah. Sincerely. Like, I think, and uh, you know what? I'm going to launch with one of the worst things I think she does, which I, I know is going to sound like maybe nothing to you, but it freaked me the fuck out, was when she took the kids... Um, off, uh, and they ju they're jumping into the chalk drawings, right? Yeah. They're jumping into birds' chalk drawings, very fun, whimsical, whatever. Um, right afterwards, uh, when they get home and they're in mm. bed, yes. okay, and they're like, well, we did this and we did this and da-da-da-da-da, and she looks at them, she's like, well, that never happened. I'm like, that is the most chilling scene to, I'm like, you're gaslighting these kids. You're oh, gaslighting them right now. She, like, I'm so scared. She gaslights everybody in and this the movie. Whole, this whole movie, and this, the gaslighting is out of control. Yeah, so, so and the first thing she does uh, too, and, and I think this is the intended villain of this movie is Mr. Banks, the the uptight father. Yeah, that he's, yeah. Uh, you know, not in touch with his kids or whatnot. And I'm going to get to him in a minute. But speaking of the gaslighting, uh, when she, so first of all, he puts an advertisement. So these kids have gone through, what, six nannies in four weeks, I think they say, or four nannies in six weeks or whatever it is. So, and also beautifully behaved children. I don't understand. Uh, the, the, yeah, that didn't play. Uh, that didn't play for me at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so he puts an ad in the newspaper and there is a lineup of nannies out the front door ready to interview for this job. Mary Poppins comes in, literally blows them away with wind. Okay. Yes. And then... Uh, brings the letter. So the kids have the letter that they're like, let her be sweet. And, 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 and uh, he tears up that letter, puts it in the fireplace. Yes. She shows up with that letter yep. sewn back together. This woman's a witch. This woman's a witch. No, okay, I'm going to get to that in a second. Sure. <laughs> I got so much to say about this. But, and he's like, I thought I, I th what? I, I thought I threw mm -hmm. that out. And she goes, well, it's, it's right here. And he goes, what? what? She goes, you're Mr. Banks, right? And he goes, well, yeah, but uh, okay, so I'll start immediately. Like, he's gaslighting her. She's gaslighting him from the beginning as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, there's, yeah. there's a point where he, like, tries to fire her, and she... She flips it on him. Flips She's it. She's very manipulative. Yeah. It's, like, scary how manipulative this yeah. is. Again, and I know I say this a lot, but a couple of musical changes in this, yeah. you, you're done. You know well, what I mean? Well, and uh, famously, the Scary Mary trailer on YouTube where they did that. Oh, did they do that? Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen Scary no. Mary? So they they recut it as a horror movie. Oh, that, that cuts so easily Beautiful. into a horror movie. Absolutely. Um, she is a terrifying woman. Yeah. So here's my theory. I okay. don't think she's a witch. Okay. I think she is a full-on demon succubus. Oh, so, bitch. Okay. So here, here's my theory. So Bert is her harbinger, mm -hmm. right? He's the one who actually finds the family for her. Because uh, we see Bert first. Yes, we do see Bert he first. He walks us down the street and goes, this is the house of the Bankses. And... and uh, before we get to Mary too much, I just want to read a couple quotes. These are all lyrics Ooh. from Chim Chimney. Uh, Winds in the east, mist coming in, looks like something blowing up, uh, is about to begin. What lies is in store, what's going to happen, all happened before. Like that's a lyric and like the music oh, that stops is chilling, yeah. and it's like, it's like, that's his thing. And then the other one is right before uh sweeping or a uh, step in time, step in time, the and stairway goes, to heaven, the of, stairway to heaven. So, of Mary Poppins. So long. <laughs> the longest song goes, of all time. Over eight minutes. <laughs> over eight minutes. And he goes, 
between pavement and stars, uh, hardly no day, hardly no night, things half in shadow, things half in light. Like that's a demon's calling card. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so Bert, I'm thinking, is the guy who's yes. paving the way for her. He's finding the families. Mm-hmm. And what Mary Poppins is doing is... Is, is creating these fantasiful things around them because she's feeding off of something. Oh. She's, she's, I don't know if she's planting eggs in the children's brains or, or stealing life force from Mr. Banks, but you'll notice she doesn't stick around very long. No, she does not. She does what she needs to do and get yeah. what she needs to get and leaves. And by the end of it, Mr. Banks is a ruined man. <laughs> He's gone insane. Yes. And lost his job. Well, he gets it back. He gets it back at the end. But like, and all over things that, according to her, aren't really happening. I think these are all hallucinations she's giving people. Oh, that's the thing that freaks me out yeah. the most is, is the gaslighting. Is the, this didn't happen. What are you talking about? I'm like, that's the creepiest shit. That scares me, man. Yeah. It's, uh, getting gaslit is like one of the worst things on the planet. It really makes you, it makes you fucked up. Yeah. Like it really, it makes you question your own reality. And I'm like, you're doing it to children. Although may I say, um, whoever cast this picture, um, did a brilliant job of casting that small, that small boy. I was like, you look like that dad. Yeah. You look like that dad, but miniature. You look like a tiny old man. How did they cast someone that looks so old and yet so young at the same time? Uh, he looked like he needed 16 coffees to get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> like the, the shit, the eyes of that kid. Oh, you he mean looked like he'd got like that. He looked like he had seen shit. You know what I mean? Like he looked like he had been fucked up a bit. Yeah. Okay. That kid went to war. Oh, there's a funny little thing with little kids who sometimes look so old. Oh, that just like a hundred years old. Yeah. <laughs> and this, uh, but I get, again, we said this before, so well behaved, like very well behaved. But may I say, um, if I brought, two children to a scenario where they could go to a circus or they could go on a boat or they could go do exciting things. And their first pick is like, let's go to that field. Uh, no, you're fucked up. You kids are fucked up. Your father has ruined you. I don't know what's happening. Use some imagination here. here. Dude, to that, be fair, there was a carnival in there. Yeah, but you say. didn't see that in the picture. No. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was chilling to me. I was like, what kids are you picking a I mean? field? Like, a nice like, walk in the country. Is like, what if I took a kid to a cereal aisle, okay, and the kid was like, I'd like cornflakes, please. We're getting out of here. We're getting out of here. This kid is messed up. This kid's gonna kill somebody later in you life. How is that your, your how's that your choice? I'll have the brand, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just no. Okay. Pick fruity pebbles and let's get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> What's the matter with you? You're bad at being a kid. <laughs> and maybe that yeah, maybe that's what they had to learn. I don't know. But you're right. Yeah. That's that's not the one I would have no, found no, with no. either. You're, you're, you're bad at being Tur- a kid. Turned out to be fun. There was a horse race oh, in there. There's certainly some and, dancing and, with some and penguins. a very whimsical time there's penguins oh now that i've brought up the penguins can i say how offensive that has got to be to penguins to see penguins and then your immediate reaction is to pull your pants down and mimic them dude if i'm a penguin i'm pissed i'm pissed i'm like get this racist out of prejudice i don't know what it is <laughs> get did, it out of here did you, did you see what he just did Shh, this is a disney film we need this, this. Is a disney film we need 
Yes. Dude, are, if I was a penguin, where, I'd be super offended. Where, yeah, where else Where else are animated penguins like us going to get work? This is 1963. No. Come on, man. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. <laughs> no, just don't, keep smiling. Don't, don't. Hey, Mr. Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's the worst accent. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of those things. It's where lovely, but it's the it's, worst. It's not a real accent no, for no, sure. No. But it's almost like that's just the character oh, that yeah, it so. is, and therefore yeah. it has to be bad. I don't know. He is extremely charming in this. He, his physical comedy is fantastic. The yeah. way he gets his body to move is phenomenal. Like he is perfectly cast for that part yeah. of this. Like he's yeah. And Julie Andrews, obviously, as Mary Poppins, is, is very good. She, she, she's like in her late 20s when she did this. Gr- she is, she's gorgeous, first of all. Yeah, like especially in that dress. Like that's yeah. done up very much to be like s- stuffy old nanny, which as a kid, that's what I actually thought. I thought she was so much older when I watched oh, it as yeah, a kid yeah, yeah. because I was like, yeah, look at how she's dressed. She's got like 1910s, like, you know, fully mm. covered all the rest. Yeah, but yeah, she's a, Cute, cute woman. She's even gorgeous. In that. Yeah, she's yeah. gorgeous. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. Her she, phenomenal voice, like crushing these songs. Okay, killing them. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, all of the music through this movie is uh, wonderful. I really like it. Yeah, super califragilistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's just uh, yeah, all silliness, all fun. Um, what? Let let us. Um, so I guess like we've talked about how Mr. Banks is um, is the villain. The yeah. villain. Um, but I do, re- and I know like uh, we should talk about him more probably, but I, I cannot stop focusing on how much of a villain Mary Poppins is. Right. Like literally like watching this as an adult, like with, and again, I, I feel like I've said this before, but I, we do watch this with an air of criticism. Okay. Yeah. Like, we we're looking at it from a, yes. Like sometimes we got, we got to. Sometimes we get messages being like, you guys aren't getting the point of the character or you're not getting this. And I'm like, listen, I know you love this movie. Okay. But if I just talked about how wonderful it was the whole time, like this isn't a, this isn't the point of the podcast. We have a shtick. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like sometimes I say things that I even, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't agree with that in the real world at all. Okay. Of fucking course not. Or I've criticized movies I love and I'm like, but watching this to pick it apart Real is fun. a whole other movie. It is real fun to do, and hot damn, are there some holes? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hot damn, are there some holes? Let's get into um, how self obsessed Mary Poppins is. Let's do that because it is one of the worst things about her. She, I honestly, when she said she takes every Tuesday or every other Tuesday off, I'm like, I am convinced that every other Tuesday, this woman walks into a room that is just full of mirrors and she just sits down and watches herself. That's what the demon is stealing. She's stealing youth to continually look young. I have. Yeah, dude. Like, that's for it. Real. That's it. That's the only one that makes sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. She H- pulls that mirror out. And she's Hocus like, Pocus I- is a sequel. Yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. some scary shit. I'm Mary Poppins you. is just a more successful Hocus Pocus, which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this one is terrifying. She her her first act is to pull. She 
everything she pulls out of her suitcase, she does not pull out one, but two mirrors. Okay. Mm. She puts one up and then later checks one out, really looks at herself, smiles, is like, I'm super hot, uh, puts it down and then looks in the mirror and sings at herself. <laughs> <laughs> Who then sings back to her. Yes. Um, when she measures herself, um, it oh, says that she's, uh, what is it? It's practically perfect. Practically perfect. And she refers to herself as such a couple of times throughout the movie. She even sings about it. I ask you this, Craig. Um, have you ever met somebody that you thought was perfect that talked about how perfect they were a lot? <laughs> no. No, that's a fault. Okay, that is a, <laughs> that's probably what's making her <laughs> off. That's okay. a compensation for something. Yes. If you're, going around, if you're going around saying how practically perfect you are, you have some very deep-seated insecurities. Yes, there's also something to be said about everybody around them uh, everybody around Mary Poppins that knows her previously loves her and sings to her about how much they love her. Um, this to me seems like the trait of somebody that would murder a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things like, Oh, she's so charming. I don't know. I like, you know what I mean? Like just one of those people that can obviously and very clearly get into your home, real calm, cool, collected, convince you she's supposed to be there. Don't worry. I blew away the rest of the competition. Um, yeah, she is there. There's also parts of it where like, like when she, her and, um, uh, Bert, Bert yeah. are singing to each other. He is, and I feel, I, I feel a little bad for this man. My heart goes out for him because for a whole song, when they're saying he's singing about how much, he loves her. Okay, like he's ba he's saying it outright. Yeah. It's like I love you. Like I absolutely adore you. And she sings back to him. It's such a nice afternoon with you because you don't have to feel scared. <laughs> <laughs> I always know I'm safe with Bert, like that kind of thing. And I yeah. was like, you just sang friend zone this man. <laughs> he well, and to my point, he's she he's almost her slave. You know what I mean? Like she's got some sort of mental hold on this man where mm. he's infatuated with her, but she's just using him to access what she needs. Yes. You know what I mean? He's the guy that wanders around the streets of London, mm -hmm. finds the homes, finds the things that she's yeah. going to go into because she's not going to come down off her cloud unless she can feed. It's <laughs> You know, the souls of children, the yes. souls of children. And yes. it's, it's Bert's made some sort of deal with the devil. He's like, um, what's the uh, character from uh, Dracula, Dracula, the, the man that, oh. uh, uh, the man that, uh, washes up in the boat. I don't know if you know Dracula. No, not well enough uh, to know this. Renfield, Renfield. Okay. Oh yeah. I wouldn't have gotten uh, that. Tell he, you and that like, for free. He, he's gone. <laughs> he's like a lawyer that or something. He's gone nuts because he's in the service of Dracula. Yeah. And he's like eating bugs and stuff. That to me is Bert. To Mary yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's no, like, so Bert I think he's DTF. He's like, DTF, and she's just playing him. I also like think a, a couple of those penguins are DTF, to be honest. With oh, you. with Mary? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You see it? The, the one penguin is like, I'm going to plan a, plan a kiss on this Mary here. Yeah. Gives her an old peck and then goes back to all his buddies. He's like, I got a kiss from Mary. And they're all like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I think, I really feel like she is, this, this woman has all these people brainwashed. Yes. She doesn't treat any of them particularly well. Um, she also um, doesn't teach the kids any proper lessons. Yeah. Can we talk about spoonful of sugar oh, makes the medicine go yeah, down? Would love to. Uh, <laughs> a quick side note on this, by the way. Um, 
If you have this and if you have Disney Plus, do yourself a favor and also go check out the Simpsons episode on Sherry Bobbins and even just watch the one song they do, which is the parody of Spoonful of Sugar, which is uh, Do a Half Ass Job. <laughs> and it is honestly perfect. Both Kat and I were watching Mary yeah. Poppins. We're like, I can't watch this without thinking of The Simpsons. That's so, so, funny. so if you have not seen yeah. Do a Half Ass Job sung by Sherry Bobbins uh, in The Simpsons, go check it out. But Spoonful of Sugar, what are your takes on it? Spoonful of Sugar is um, at, okay. The entire song for me, when I was listening to it, it sounded like, and correct me if, if, if I'm wrong, but it felt like something that somebody would pitch in a political office. <laughs> okay. It sounds like somebody that's trying to spin propaganda. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like a spoonful of sugar will make the medicine go down, all right? We're not going to call it a tax. We're going to call it a relief, or we're going to uh, call it, the, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, okay. Like, that's yeah. what it's, it felt like to me. Like, it feels like this idea of, like, Oh, we're we're gonna we're gonna like fluff it up a bit, but it's still fucking medicine, okay? And you have to take it and you have to grow up a bit, okay? Yeah. Because it can't if you don't it, as a child, if you don't face any adversity at all, okay, if you don't do anything that you wouldn't like, you're going to be a horrible, horrible shit adult, okay? Yeah. I've met these people. You guys have met these people, too. I know you fucking have, okay? They're the people that you're swearing at under your breath that don't know how to do anything at all, and the second something happens, they melt down. Okay, kids need some discipline. Okay, yeah, yeah. they need to take some medicine, and it has to not taste great. Okay, uh, yeah, and that's Boom. that's that's the exact point I I took away from this is like, yeah, it's great if you could like turn cleaning up into a bit of a game. Absolutely, you know, uh, it, it, not everything has to be absolutely miserable, but there there's there there needs to be a little misery in things. Yes, you know what I mean. You cleaning up is. It, it, even as an adult, it's not fun. No. But it needs to get done. Laundry isn't fun. Basically, being an adult is a whole bunch of tasks that aren't a lot of fun that you have to do. And if you can't learn that, mm -hmm. uh, you're in trouble. So, like, a spoonful of sugar is a terrible lesson to teach a kid. Like, especially even just in the context of medicine. What if your medicine is insulin, man? You can't. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take a spoonful of sugar with your insulin, right? You can't. Yeah. I do like, and I, I do agree with the general concept of like, oh, if you make if you make something a game, it'll make it funner. So like, if you can look at the bright side of things or the the better parts of it, this is going to make this hard thing easier. But at no point does she physically implement any of this like she's like take this medicine oh it's all specially flavored to whatever you want the next nanny all of which were booze i think oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> also um the next nanny is gonna have a horrible time yes <laughs> you have fucked the next person so hard on this because you should at least give them actual medicine you know what i mean like like real tasting medicine and be yeah. like listen you have to do this but it, you know what like uh we're gonna go do this after or we're gonna there's some sort of reward uh, or sure. privilege or whatever. Uh, uh, two points on that. The first one I'll say is I would even uh, go so far as to say like I would prefer medicine that they don't try and make taste like anything because they're, oh, like, they're like it tastes like cherries. Like I'm just talking about medicine that I've had to take and I'm just like it doesn't taste like cherries. It just tastes like awful and a little bit of cherry. Just give me the this, awful. This you know what I mean? so hard, Craig. <laughs> I don't think I've ever felt more agreement with you ever. Oh, God. This is the hardest. I hate whenever. Oh, I love the banana flavor. No, it tastes like 
dirt. It's trash. Banana. It's, okay. Banana's the worst. It, oh, thank people you. People that like it are ah, trash. You're trash. It tastes like, okay. It's and it, disgusting. It might have to do with the fact that I had banana penicillin as a kid and turned out to be allergic to it. Uh, uh, but I agree. I can't like banana runs. Oh. Can't eat those. Disgusting. Fake banana taste is the grossest thing in the world to be. Dude, just, uh, but yeah, uh, but especially the medicine. You yeah. know what I mean? Anything. Yeah. Why are you trying to, it's, it goes back to like my toothpaste. I hate when they try and make toothpaste, toothpaste. super sweet. Right. I'm like, this is the thing I'm trying to fight. Dude, just I don't make understand. it gritty somehow. Yeah, is what also, I want. <laughs> you're gonna get those kids addicted to cough syrup, man. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is 1910. That that cough syrup is for sure heroin. Yes. Okay. <laughs> heroin or cocaine, but seeing as uh, she's you, doing it before bed, it's heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you also make it delicious, you're really setting these children yeah. up for a problem. You really set them up for a problem. Also, at no point. Probably heroin and alcohol. Does a child <laughs> pick up a toy? Yes. Now, I understand. Now, metaphorically, (laughs) (laughs) metaphorically, this is wonderful. Okay. If we're taking this film at face value, you've taught these children, you've taught them nothing. You've given them magical powers (laughs) that made it very easy for them to snap their fingers and clean up. Do you know how clean my apartment would be if all I had to do was snap my fingers and the dishes and everything? Like just a broom that's going around? I mean, Knowing me, I'd probably still procrastinate even that, but... Like, oh, dude, I'd make it messy done. just to clean it up. I know. I'd, I'd like, trash boom, my boom, apartment. Boom, boom, boom. I'd throw boom. things off the walls and then be like, snap, bitches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matilda up in this bitch. Putting, like, firecrackers in your laundry hamper so it goes everywhere yeah. and then just be like... Yeah. Bah. Done. Uh, Hell yeah. yeah. No, these kids, these kids have learned nothing. Absolutely nothing. All they learned was we wrote a letter and we got exactly what, what we, we wanted. wanted. The only person that teaches them a lesson is Bert. Which is uh, what? <laughs> Which is he they, and something I noted because I thought it was one of the more redeemable. I was like, this is a really nice scene to me is when he when the children run away from the bank mm-hmm. uh, over the whole ordeal and he finds them and sits them down. And he's like, you know, like sometimes adults need help, too. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, he's like, your dad, he doesn't have it. He's like, you guys have your dad and your mom and your nanny and whoever else. He has nobody. He's like, he's at the top of this. He also needs some help here. Yeah. And I'm like, that's actually a really nice lesson, I think, for children. Like, it's it, it, in in the sense of uh, the whole burden doesn't fall on you, but sometimes your father might need a little help. Your father, your father, <laughs> not, in addition to... understanding. Your, your father, in addition to being a parent, is also a human being. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that message. And I think that needs to get told to kids more. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. we forget that it's... Because, like, think about your own parents, right? Like, I... Didn't I at no point realize, or I did at a point, but it took me a very long time to learn that lesson that your parents are people and they might not be perfect and you have to have, like, not that my parents have done anything horrible or anything, no, but you have to have like, empathy and patience. You have to have empathy, patience, forgiveness, like all that stuff, man. Now, some people out there, uh, you have you have horrible, horrible parents that you should never talk to again and good for you for doing that, okay? But, yeah. you know, for a lot of us, they're... Well, and that's a, yeah, you're right. That's a huge moment growing up when you realize that your parents don't know every, everything. Exactly. Oh, you know? yeah. That's and, a, and just that's that, that continuation of like but they're also people mm-hmm. and they're flawed yes. and uh and but and they need help mm-hmm. and and that that's kind of a it's like as you grow into knowing that that like every person is their own person with their own thoughts feelings yes. you know which is something you have to kind of learn so yeah that is a really nice, nice so lesson. Bert really is the only one that teaches them 
a lesson yeah. and the most important lesson in this movie. Kind yeah, of. that's true. That's true. Which is amazing because it doesn't come from the woman that's supposed to do it. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So presumably this movie is about Mary Poppins teaching the father to be more present in his life. Yes. I love this. But let's talk about Mr. Banks for a second. Because okay. I think Mr. Banks got a raw deal in yeah. this. So first of all, uh, how stuck up is he? He he starts off by coming home uh, and he sings this little song about how uh, I'm home every day at six. Uh, I have my mm. pipe in my hand at 6.02 and like a, a thing of brandy at 6.03. And I like my world to be nice and organized and everything going according to my plan. Yes. And uh, that's kind of like, well, look at what this stuff up, stuck up guy is. Do you know what a guy who gets home every day right at six has? Amazing work-life balance. This dude is an important dude at oh. a bank. And he's making it home every day at 6 p.m. To be with his family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so he, he's very particular about how his house is mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. set up. Yeah, you're allowed. You also have like... Two, two servants and a nanny. Yeah. You're allowed to expect the house to be in a certain condition or, or maintained to a certain standard because you're, you're hiring those people to do that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't think that's an unrealistic expectation. Is he... I'd also say, like, he comes across as a little, like, dismissive to his wife or whatnot. But keep in mind, she is a suffragette. He is married to a woman who is going and egging the prime minister of uh, mm-hmm. of uh, the UK yep. for the women's right to vote. And he's fine with that. At, n- at no point does he have any line of dialogue where he's saying like, oh, a woman's place is in the home or like you should be here taking care of the children or no wife of mine is going to go out and do this. He's just accepts that that's what she's doing and goes and lets her do it. Oh, uh, yeah, but I don't like the way he talks to her either. <laughs> well, okay. I didn't find any of that chilling, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's... And you, some of it you do have to uh, kind of transport yourself to a different time. Yeah. So this um, is... Cap pointed out a pretty interesting part. Yeah. It's like, when this was made in 1963, this was a period piece. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, like, yeah. they're also kind of like referring to a different time than when it was made. So it, yeah, it's kind yeah. of compounding a little yeah. bit. Um, but he, uh, he did need to learn a lesson. Okay. okay. Uh, I do, I do feel, I don't think he was absolutely correct. I believe he was more correct than what they gave him. Okay. Like, I don't think he was as bad as they were like, Oh, look at this guy. Because like, also this guy's actually kind of chill he lives in a neighborhood where somebody blows a cannon okay twice a day and they have to hold down everything in the home and he still says hi to this dude waves hi yes has a conversation with him like any other person that that anal would because he is kind of anal right he is like it it has to be just so exactly which is not a problem or i i feel like a a a horrible fault of a person to be organized okay no (laughs) But uh, he is kind of chill. You that's right, that's my point. Yeah, he's he's chill about a bunch of things. And I think he's uptight about things that s- society at that time yeah. has taught him to be uptight about. Yeah. Um, I, w- I, I do. I hate the mother. Whoa. Okay. I what? hate her. I actually like any time she was on screen, I would get mad again. Why? Well, because they... They painted her as this is okay. It's okay that she doesn't care about her kids because she's worried about these larger life problems. 
But hot damn, girl, call a couple of them off. Like, you cannot be there for one or two of these things. I want to set a scene. This is the most important scene to me for this woman because I was like, this is fucking crazy okay she this, it's right after um her kids like they they run away from the bank right bert finds them he comes back she's gotta leave it's tuesday though okay so like mary poppins is out i've got nobody i've got two people here i got nobody to look after these kids and she gives them to a guy that just showed up with her kids. With her kids. Just a yeah. stranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knows. can come into my house, stranger. Chimney okay, sweep. <laughs> with ch- stranger chimney sweep with my two children. You can look after them. Mm, sweep my chimney. And then she's out. Okay. Like, That's how legit. do you not, if everybody canceled, because she goes through and she's like, oh, I can't, I can't call anybody. You, you'll do. How? Well, yeah. It's your children. You can miss this one thing. Yeah. You can for sure miss this one thing. Well, and it's also, it's also kind of problematic in the sense of like, it portrays a woman who cares about uh, women getting the vote, a feminist, yes. right? Uh, as being a woman who is going to then go and neglect her family, which is like, that's the, which yeah. was the stereotype at the time, right? Like, well, if we give women the right to vote, then they're just going to go out and pursue their own careers and neglect their families and who's mm-hmm. going to take care of it. So it's a bit of a, like a character of uh character, character of that. <laughs> whatever well, that yeah. And there's something to say of these people that are uh, very privileged. Like this woman doesn't have to work. They live in a very big home. Mm-hmm. They have three employees. Yeah. Okay. For their home. They have three employees for their home. Okay. Um, this woman isn't, in my mind, a hero to me going out and protesting. This is a woman trying to fill her day. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know it's what I it's mean? very, it's very privileged. The fact that she gets, it's to like fight one of these women. That, that, she's that, not a washing lady who yeah, is. She's the equivalent of one of these women today that get married for money and then are like, oh, I'm just going to run charities for the rest of my life. I'm not saying we don't need these people. Okay, and the, their time would be. Their time is well spent, and I'm glad they're doing the things they're doing, but it doesn't paint me the picture of a hero. Like, look at this hero. Look at this woman. It's like, no, you're basically doing the same amount of work as everybody else. You just have the privilege to do it for something uh, that has a cause. Yeah. 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 I, in my mind, she's no better than somebody that goes to work nine to five. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's certainly and, not. And and it would be different if she was just sitting around and all day you, eating bonbons exactly. and getting drunk. So good for her using her time. But you're right. You you have the privilege you of that time. You have the privilege to go do this. And if you're working nine to five and all of your babysitters cancel, you probably call in sick. Yep. I don't oh, think. Girl, call in sick. I don't know if you could call in sick in 1910. That's the thing. I wonder if that's. Nah, they got phones. Yeah. <laughs> they oh, call okay. people. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know enough. what I mean? They're rich, man. Yeah. They're super rich. And, and just like the, yeah. Uh, she she was not for me at all. Not she was always you. out the door. Yeah. Really didn't care about what was going on. Um, and really just kind of s- seemed to be like, oh, I'm not going to disagree with the moneymaker. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, she didn't. She didn't give me feminist vibes. If okay, that's, fair if enough. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. that I, essentially, I think that is my problem with the character is that she was painted to be a, a feminist, but did not have 
didn't really seem to display feminism anywhere else, but in her statements of I'm going here, I'm going there. Oh yeah. Okay. That's fair. It didn't really, it didn't really carry through, but to be fair, it is again, a a period piece. It's yeah. 1910. What the fuck do I know? I'm horrible at history, dude. Like I is my worst subject. (laughs) I do not know enough to really like, Oh, is this how women would act? I don't know. All I can say is in 2020, I don't care for this woman. (laughs) You could have done more. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Um, getting back to Mr. Banks for a second because there is because this is the thing right is like he's he's sort of portrayed as being like stuck up and whatnot Mm. Um, and the point at which he takes his kids to the bank first of all I am fully on board with don't spend your money feeding the birds Oh, those are gross, gross-looking birds. Oh, ah. <laughs> oh my God! Do you want to go feed the sky yeah, rats? rats? <laughs> yeah, and like it's it's one thing if you're like, I want to give this to charity or I want to help that uh, mm. poor woman, but they then they pan to her and she's just a woman covered in pigeons, like no doubt covered in shit. And I'm just like, Ugh. like the mm. visceral reaction I had to seeing the bird lady in this, even as an adult now, I'm like gross. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. I don't, I don't think it's a bad message. I don't think you, you shouldn't. uh, I, 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 to me, if, if like, let's say I'm parenting this situation, I'm in charge. I'm the parent. Okay. Okay. And my kid is like, I really want to give money to this bird lady. Well, now's time for a life lesson, okay? Because you will be, as your person, you're going to be in charge of your own money later, okay? Mm -hmm. I will not be able to control this situation constantly. Um, So what I'm going to do is you got a couple of coins there, friend. What I'm going to suggest here (laughs) is that you take one of those coins, you go over there and you give it to that lady, and we're going to take the rest of them and we're going to go put it into a bank account Okay. to teach you a good lesson about balance. Yes. Okay. You you should give money to charity. You shouldn't give all of your money to charity because you will starve. True. (laughs) I guess I sort of didn't clock that it was charity, but you're right. She's It is is a matter. For or not even yeah. it's it, it's charity it's yeah. it's about giving to others and she's looking in in the sense of the movie Mary Poppins is looking at these rich people going okay I have to teach them I have to teach these rich kids to have empathy and be charitable later in life or they're okay. gonna end up like the Trumps okay like yeah. we we gotta instill a little humanity into these fucking kids right um, but I so I I don't I don't disagree with the father in the sense of the point of the whole purpose of this trip was to bring you out, open you a bank account, teach you about saving money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've kind of lost the trail here. A little bit. <laughs> um, but I do think it, I think it should have been more of a, it doesn't make as good of a movie, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. again, as, as is usual for our discussions here. But it would have been better had you, he have been like, it is your money. You do control it. I have to let you control it because that's the whole fucking point of this. Okay. Yeah. That's what, that's what learning. Exactly. Like my parents opened when, when I was growing up and I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but I do believe it helped me significantly is when my parents would give me my allowance, they would give me an option. They would say, you can keep your allowance or you can, anything that you put into your bank account will double it. Great. So I would, sometimes I would split it and go, okay, I'm going to keep whatever, like however young I was, maybe I was getting like five bucks, let's say. I'm going to keep $3 and I'm going to put two in the bank 
and they're going to double that for me. And at least I've saved some and I've kept some, some weeks I'd keep it, some weeks I would save it. And then by the time I was like, I don't know, 13, I had like at least a couple hundred bucks in the bank. Of course. Yeah, that's great. Cause yeah. you, yeah, it's like, there's an incentive to, uh, but you have to give kids options. You yeah. have to let them choose. Otherwise, you're going to grow up and not be able to fucking function. Yeah. And uh, and here's the thing where I'm really on Mr. Banks' side of this. So he takes him to the bank to open the bank account. And they've been spending all their time with Mary Poppins, who has been taking them into drawings and having tea on the roof and all these really fun adventures mm. and doing musical numbers, right? Singing and dancing, yeah. you know? And God, does he try. Does he try so hard to do a song and dance number about yeah. how you should... <laughs> how you should invest uh, and like how banking can be fun. But what does he, Mary Poppins has animated penguins. He's trying guys. You know, He's out here. He's yeah, trying. Animated penguins versus this old group of British bankers who That's can barely so stand up. Funny, man. And he is doing the best he can. I didn't even think about you it. Know that what I mean? That's really funny. And I know it doesn't work because I remember that song being so boring as a kid. That's but he He's so funny. He's, he's trying to meet them on their level. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's like, hey, <laughs> you know what it is? It's the modern, it's the, uh, the modern equivalent would be like, hey, I know you kids like rap. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do a rap using these old British bankers about how compound interest is your friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. And, what, and then what do the kids do to repay him? They create a financial crisis and said, run away. That they said they haven't seen since like the Boston Tea Party crisis, <laughs> which I thought was the funniest fucking shit. I oh died when the, when the uh, owner of the bank said that. I fucking lost it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a run on the banks in 1770. Yeah. Oh my God. And the concept of all of those adults running and taking the money out after a child was like, give me my money back. I'm like, this is brilliant. So funny. Yeah. Obviously filmed through the eyes of a child. I love that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Oh my God. You know, the scene that really got me was uh, when they, the, the gentleman that couldn't stop laughing and was like on the ceiling. Oh, Uncle Albert. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, when I first wa- when I was watching that, I'm like, is this a metaphor for doing drugs? <laughs> like, oh. And then the kids did, it and I was like, I hope not. <laughs> oh, you know what I I clocked that as a metaphor of? What? That guy's bipolar. Oh. Because he's because he's dude. How is yours darker than mine? <laughs> How did this happen? I don't know. Because <laughs> think about it, like they're like he's in a bad way right now. Yeah. Like, and they have to go see him. Oh, and he's he is, manic. He's so high. He's on the ceiling. Can't stop laughing. And then when the, by the time they leave, he's on the floor Crying. sobbing. It's like that is a man with undiagnosed uh, uh, bipolar. He's manic. He's depressive. Oh, yeah. I like yours way better. <laughs> also Shit, drugs. Dude. Yeah. Well, no, I just say I'm like, this guy can't stop laughing and he's literally high. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. And that also works. I, it checks out, man. Like, it's it. Although, to your point, mm-hmm. uh, they have the tea on the ceiling, right? They have a tea party on yeah. the ceiling and uh, all the adults have tea. And Mary Poppins pours milk for the kids. Yeah. So there's something in that tea. 
<laughs> oh yeah i mean you'd have to be on some drugs to yeah. see some of this shit no kidding well even even that so even if mary's not evil even if mary's you know not uh, uh sucking the youth out of those kids even if she's just a nanny yeah think about that for a while she goes to take out the kids we're like we're gonna get some fish we're gonna uh stop by the post office we're gonna stop by the bank whatever her errands were right with mm. the kid and then she goes oh hang on i'm just gonna take you to a strange relative's house uh, in some back alley somewhere, and we're just gonna hang out with my uncle Albert for the afternoon. Yeah, I had that written down as a point as well. Yeah, yeah. it's a very, it's not, it, it doesn't seem safe. A lot of the stuff she does, she's like, yeah. come meet all of these strange people. Um, go off on this horse by yourself, like you know what I mean, like shit like that. We're like, mm, this is pretty loose parenting. Yeah. I don't know about this shit. You know, and like, I think it was after that that Mr. Banks tries to fire her. Yes, I believe it yeah, was yeah, after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and you know, honestly, you know, who my heart really goes out for is uh, the the two. What, what would we call it? The, the maids, the yeah. cook and the maid. I think is who they are. Yeah, the cook and the maid, the two employees, because the the maid or the cook, I, I believe it's the maid. Um, first of all, she, the only woman to yell at two separate animals. <laughs> <laughs> in the movie, which I thought was fucking hilarious. What was it? She yells at a dog. She's like, <laughs> Oh, the, the, position's the, the position's been filled. And then later she yells at a robin. Ah, She's yeah. like, You're giving the master a headache. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, speaking of, so, so yeah, morning, that morning comes and she yells at mm-hmm. the uh, pigeon. It's like the kids come down and say hi. And Mr. Banks is painted as this awful guy because everyone's just being happy to him in the morning. I totally get it. Oh, respect, dude. I am an ogre in the morning, and if people are sing-songy to me, I'll lose it. I'll lose it. I need 30 minutes to read my newspaper, have my coffee. I've got to go to work. Don't be in my face and cheerful in the morning. I am on board with that 100%. Yeah, Mr. Banks, if he he was uh, a a character in 2020, he would be wearing a t-shirt that says like, you wouldn't like me before my coffee. Yeah. Like that's his vibe. Okay, that's his thing. (laughs) And fair. Yes. Uh, Everyone just needs their little time especially in the morning when you got to get up and you got to get, you know? Yeah. And you know what? You know, who's not a bad parent, a guy that's really paying close attention to what the nanny's doing. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? The guy that really cares and says, you know what? We really, we need to, I'm going to take over hiring myself. (laughs) Yep. My feminist wife is a buffoon. (laughs) Very clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Because let's, let's talk about this. Cause the nanny that his wife hired, Mm-hmm. Um, the kids ran away while flying a kite and, and instead of going, <laughs> instead of going to look for them or calling the police, she goes home and quits with the children still missing. Has a meltdown. Yeah. And that poor, and I think the, that's not a good nanny. Yeah. And to, to circle back the, the maid and the, co- they're, they, I think they're kind of painted to be like, Oh, look at these. Look at these like grumpy women and like they're pissed all the time. And like, why couldn't you take care of these kids? Nah, bitch. Have you ever been at a job where all of a sudden somebody gets fired and then your jobs double for some reason? Yep. I'd be furious. Yeah, absolutely. That woman has every right to be pissed. It's like, hey, Rebecca, uh, we lost somebody today. So in addition to serving in the front of the house, could you also do inventory 
in the kitchen for us? Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. There's no way, especially for a for a two people that seem to want things very particular. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this man needs things just so. Yeah. Also twice a day, I got to hold down the furniture and then move it all back. Okay. <laughs> like it's most of my day actually yeah. is just moving furniture. Because of a cannon going off. But I agree. Mr. Banks, the things that he's asking for in this nanny is like, you need to have discipline. You need to prepare them for the world. Yeah. It's like the world is not an easy place. They need to learn that. They and need I, to learn. Yeah. Self-respect, they need to learn manners, they need to learn how to take care of themselves. And I do not disagree that this man should be softer, but I certainly don't agree that he should be as, he should be a child, you know what I mean? Like he should be in a children's state of mind constantly because he has children. Also, again, this is, uh, when this was filmed in the 60s and was a period piece in the 60s. Um, These kids are growing up in a hard time. Man. <laughs> oh, but 19, you, yeah. yeah, you gotta buck up, y'all. <laughs> okay, like shit's about to get bad out there. You know? For about twenty or thirty yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit's about to get real bad. So maybe the twenties are gonna be real good for you. Mwah. You'll yeah, be like yeah, yeah. teenagers in the roaring twenties. So I don't disagree that he should have a little more balance, but he is he should be instilling these val uh, the discipline into these children. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially children that have apparently driven away several nannies. There's a side of these kids we're not seeing. As soon as they picked that field, I was like, these kids are fucked up a bit. <laughs> it's like they're like, that looks like a fun place to start a fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like maybe there's little psychos or something. Like they yeah. whisper into Nanny's ears, like, you'll never get a husband. Like, so, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But these kids have to be off a bit. <laughs> maybe they do need a bit of discipline. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that's, that's the weird part is we never see that yeah. aspect of it. Also, there's so no- how bad are all these nannies where they can't handle just very polite British kids, or how bad are these kids that we don't see? Yeah, for because sure. Mary Poppins just swings in and has them. There's in line several right away. times where Be- Mr. Banks comes in and is like, "What is this situation?" And I'm like, "I would have said the same thing." Yeah. There's 15 men dancing, dirty dancing. Okay, there's dust everywhere. Yeah. Dirty dancing in your beautiful home. Okay. He's not insane to come in and be like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. And the one line that got me was like, uh, Mary, can you, uh, can you explain what's going on? And she goes, oh. the one thing you must know about me is I never explain myself oh. and walks away. Oh, you're a bitch. You're a real big bitch. You're going to get fire that yeah. nanny. Yeah. You, uh, fire that excuse nanny. Excuse me. Can you give me an update? on what you're doing with my children, I never explain myself. No. Okay, see you later. Bye. There's 15 strangers in my house, and yeah. I'm just supposed to accept this at face value. <laughs> Don't worry. Your children are learning lessons. This. I'm nothing like you want me to be. Oh, my God. This man. Like, yeah, it needs to lighten up a bit, but good Christ, but, does he have a lot of great points. But his his adjustment needs to be from, like, a seven to, like, a six. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like... Okay, there's maybe go fly a kite with your kids sometime. Uh, but but right off the top, kids are missing. He calls the cops. Yes. Legit. Good Illegit. job. Legit. Good call. Good uh, call. <laughs> uh, you know, he's worried about his children's welfare. He's asking questions, hires nannies with... I also say, this is a really small point, but when the kids are reading their... Um, reading their their requirements for the yes. nanny, they go, please make her good looking. And he goes... So weird. He goes... What? Yes. No. 
He's like, in no way, he's like, in no way, he doesn't, he just scoffs at them. Yeah. But like what he's basically saying is, in no way is physical attractiveness a quality that we are going to be looking for in a nanny. I'm telling you. These Nor should it be. Couple of these kids, they're not right. They're not exactly right. Greg. No. They, yeah, to request, for children to request somebody attractive is odd. Is yeah, odd. Right. I don't like it. Well, and I think that goes back to that thing of like, um, older uglier like women yeah. with like warts as they describe nah. them are like going to be strict and mean. And it's like, you know, uh, ugly is evil and beautiful is good. That kind of uh, dynamic. Right. It, yeah. But also weird. I'm going to say this, all those nannies who are lined up at the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, you put, so you, you doll them up a little bit. Like you don't have them wearing like black frocks and like, you know, uh, striped uh, socks knee socks and stuff. Yeah, they all yeah, look it, the exact same. You know, like, <laughs> all of those women are gonna rock it, is my, is my point. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, the fact that they are in a nanny uniform is like, that's like, it's like, you know, no one's rocking it in a Walmart uniform. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. Right? No one's, no one's like, you gotta, uh, you gotta be, yeah, you gotta be an 11. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or that's all you're wearing because it's like a vest, right? Yeah, like, you yeah. know, but like the uniform is not your most flattering outfit. So don't like, ju- don't judge those people on no, like that. You plus know? those women needed work. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even give them the opportunity to apply. Did you see how many available nannies there are in the city of London? They, yeah. High demand, Matt. High mm-hmm. demand. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Mary Poppins is... It's she's a chilling character to be honest with you. She is. It it is quite chilling to watch some of the things she says, some of the things she does. Always with a little wink. I never explain myself. I'm gaslighting you. That never happened. <laughs> and then gone without even saying goodbye. Yeah. See just, you later. Just I've taken ten years off the end of your children's life to remain. Beautiful forever. Um, I'm going to go live on my cloud. Find me my new pretty victim. Pretty much perfect. Burst. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, Bert's a good guy, though. Bert's I like, yeah. like Bert. Yeah, oh, Bert's all right. <laughs> Except he's working for a demon. Uh, I like that theory, man. I, yeah. I got to think about that the next time I watch this. If you haven't seen this movie in a while, you should go back uh, and watch it. Check if, it if you have a full afternoon available. <laughs> Put it on. Let it wash over you. You can do some other stuff while it's on. It's, it's, great. it's great. It's honestly, you're, it is a really, be, for as much as we've trashed it, it's a really great movie. You're going to be, hum, <laughs> you're going to be humming some of these tunes and like, I was actually amazed by how much I remembered. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you start singing along. You're like, Oh shit, this is really locked into some dark dome. In my yeah, yeah. Dark it's, corner in my brain. It's in there. <laughs> like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is a word that should not stick in your head, but somehow it does. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Um, all right. So I think that does it for yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about no, uh, Mary think, Poppins? Yeah, no, I think we, I think we covered it. She's crazy. Yeah, Mr. Banks is is it's is all right. Yeah, he needs to remarry though. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, good news for you about life expectancy. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, time to rank our villain. Uh, I got the, uh, I got a poppin scale. But you've got a poppin, and I've got a pop scale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know, not a lot of diversity of thought in this podcast. Uh, so I've got the uh, I've got the popping scale. So from uh, popping collars to popping off, I'm giving uh, uh, I'm giving Mr. Banks yeah. a good uh, popping corn. Uh, maybe not the most exciting 
thing and kind of bland, but uh, but really, uh, it's all, only until something better comes along. Okay, I ra- yeah. I ranked Mary Poppins. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> the true villain of this film, easily. I think uh, I've got uh, from Hop on Pop to Poppycock. I say she drops the cock and is just a poppy. Uh, too much of her, and you're getting real stoned. Okay, you're getting real stoned. This whole the movie, medicine has heroin in it. Everyone's high. <laughs> okay, everyone's high in this film. <laughs> I love it. Okay, and yeah, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, a couple ways you guys can help the podcast. Uh, so please like and subscribe. Uh, any Anytime you leave us a review that makes us uh, go up in the rankings on iTunes, please check us out there. Uh, you can follow us at VWR Podcast. Uh, that's mostly where we do a lot of our interacting. You can also hit up the Facebook page um, and hit us up at gmail at villainwasright at gmail.com if you want to email us your suggestions we love your suggestions you help us out a lot we want to do what you want let's do it yeah absolutely and uh, uh, some other exciting news uh, the villain was right this podcast is actually up for uh, three amazingly three Canadian <laughs> literally on the air horn there I- <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca decided to air horn on the three, not the actual thing that we're. I, I, uh, I, I've had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> We've been nominated for three uh, Canadian podcasting awards. Uh, in case you didn't know, we're from Canada, um, and uh, uh, we're up for uh, in the TV and film category. We're up for a uh, comedy, which uh, thank you very much, and uh, we're also up for because we were one of the most nominated. Uh, podcasts, we're actually up for a People's Choice Award, which is great because you, our listeners, actually get to vote on that if you uh, so choose. Uh, so if you want, you can head to awards.podcamptoronto.com. That's awards.podcamp. Uh, toronto.com uh, and find the People's Choice. Uh, we'll give a little, throw a little vote for the villain was right, and uh, hopefully we can. Uh, take we're gonna throw a out. link up though, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we'll we'll tweet out some links. Yeah, uh, for the it'll lazy. Be in our, it'll because be on our I don't Facebook. type in shit, dude. I, I need know. a link, baby. <laughs> go on to our Facebook. Go on to our Twitter. Um, should also be on our Patreon. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll if you could throw us a vote, we'd uh, really like that. So thanks, guys. Dope, uh, dope, dope. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Yeah. Um, all right, time for our heroes and villains of the week uh this week um i've got uh uh so we're after christmas at this point um my hero of the week is uh legend of zelda breath of the wild yo yes Uh, yes it should be it's a brilliant game absolutely so cat uh was uh, nice for christmas she got me a nintendo switch and uh i picked that uh, is one of the greatest christmas gifts a person can give another person it's so fun um, Bless I you, Cat, for for a wonderful gift. Good yeah, for you. I picked up a copy of uh, Legend of Zelda on sale and immediately just fell in love with it. So first of all, the one thing that I was scared of absolutely did happen where I'm just obsessed with it and I want to spend every <laughs> moment of my waking hour doing it. But a couple uh, couple th- just things that occurred to me was like, it, it, this spoils nothing in the game, but like within the first five minutes, you walk out of this cave and there's just this you walk out to the edge of this cliff and there is this stunning vista of this huge land that you are about to explore. And I haven't felt that in awe of a video game since um, the uh, N64 Zelda or Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Um, oh, another classic. Yeah, because what happened, that was the first Zelda game I ever played. It, I got mm. it the, the Christmas that I got my N64. Yeah. And I was playing it. And if you haven't played that game, the first uh, little bit is basically this drawn out uh, tutorial. Where it's telling you how to navigate mm-hmm. in 3D and how to use your swords and everything like that. And you're walking around this little village and then you go and do this little dungeon. But then there's this one scene where you finally get out of the village and you walk out this tunnel and there all of a sudden is this vastness 
there, there's a field. Mm-hmm. It's not another level. It's a world. And that time doing that, it blew my mind of like how big this game was going to be, how long it was going to take, um, how, how just basically vast and um, you could, and then you just ran across that field for mm-hmm. a day. The sun rose yeah. and set <laughs> and you go time passes. And I, I, how am I ever going to know how to navigate this world? Mm-hmm. There's so much to explore. And that I felt that for so much in this, new Zelda game immediately off the bat. And I was just like, I'm in love. And I started thinking about Zelda, uh, the Zelda franchise and mm-hmm. kind of what it's meant to me. Cause I'm not a huge gamer, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but I've played, uh, I played the two Zelda games for N64. I played the two Zelda games they did for Wii. And now I'm on to switch. So I missed GameCube and Wii U, whatever those. Oh, were. oh, Wind Waker's not bad, man. Okay. Yeah. I so would I should, actually, I would check out Wind Waker. All right, so it's pretty good. I'll go back and check that out. But like, uh, I just like I've got so many good memories, and one of them is um, Skyward Sword for the Wii, mm. uh, which wasn't the best no. game or whatever. But like, it had some no, interesting... see, that's one I skipped. <laughs> yeah, it had some interesting mechanics. But I remember I got it, and I I put it aside, and I didn't really play it for a bit. And then at one point, I was just in like a really bad place. I was really frustrated. I wasn't getting anything done, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just decided, like, what the hell? I'm gonna pop this game in, and it turned out to be the best thing for me because it like reinforced this thing in my head where it's like, okay, if I just walk a little farther and do a little bit more and then I can do this and then I can do this and then I can do this. And if I just keep going, then I can do this and then I can do this. Like it, it incentivizes you to keep playing. Right. Mm -hmm. And that like in a certain, in that time in my life, it like retrained my brain to try again. Oh because, shit! Because I got into the habit of like, if I just do a little bit more, then I'll have this, and I can do this, and I can do this. And I started noticing it in my personal life, where I was just like, I was a little more motivated to do the next thing, mm-hmm. and it like really turned it around for me. Um, so that was like that game after having left it for years and years and years, kind of I rediscovered that, and then this game too. Like right before Christmas, we were all sitting around and we were talking with our producer Andrew talking about the need for to have a hobby because when you're in a creative field yes. like this you know what I mean like like we watch Mary Poppins um, and that's great as a job right we, oh yeah you know but it still feels a bit like a job like there was a well, day yeah, where I had to sit to down pick it apart you're not just sitting back and enjoying it yeah. you're really analyzing it yeah and so that's another thing that like playing this Zelda game has reminded me of like, yes, I'm going to spend a lot of time doing this, but I don't have to do it for anybody but me. And it's just so enjoyable. So like this is, I don't know, my hero is kind of just like thoughts on the Zelda franchise as Uh, a non-gamer, but I'm absolutely loving it. It's fantastic. If you have a Switch and you haven't played it, oh, just check it out because it's it's going to be my life for the next month or two for sure. Oh, yeah, dude, that'd be impossible. It's got to be the first game you buy, man. Yeah, very just, good. So yeah. that's my hero, Legend of Zelda. There we oh, go. yeah, man. I got an email uh, for just to jump off of Zelda. I got an email from Nintendo congratulating me on my 88 hours of Zelda in one month. Ooh. And I was like, dude, you don't even understand. That was in two weeks because it was only the last <laughs> two weeks of the month. And that's chilling, dude. I worked overtime at a full-time job on that game. <laughs> like, that's not right. Okay, that's not... Also, Nintendo, don't email me that shit. We don't need to know that I don't. No, no, no. I don't need to feel that kind of shame. <laughs> 
dude, I play you to get out of that. Man. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so for me, I actually, this, this, uh, this movie has kind of reminded me of, I used to babysit quite a bit when I was younger. Um, and I had two families that I would babysit and it was honestly, it almost felt like a movie because the two families were literally the exact opposites of each other. Like okay. so different to handle. Uh, the one, the, the, the one family was like, okay, they're only allowed a half hour of TV a day. Okay. Um, they need to go outside at least once. They need to have, um, educational program stimulation, da 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 nap times this time, no sugar, please make them the like very, very structured. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, to the point where it made my job very easy, but I also had to pay it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was like, I was working. Um, and the other family had the, it was a family of, um, misfits, I guess. Uh, just people, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the whole house is a disaster. People are running around. Like it's, it, it's just a totally different family vibe. Right. But <laughs> well, two things, uh, uh, but the, the, this particular family, uh, she, the, the youngest child was from a different marriage, like was from the new marriage. Okay. Um, so the youngest child kind of had a different vibe than everybody else, right? The eldest two kind of just did their thing. The, the middle child was the most mature person I've ever met in my life. It was the weirdest. I'm like, you poor girl, you're <laughs> 12 years old and you're 32. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> like, so I felt really bad for her, but whatever they were, um, it was just a different vibe to go to go babysit for them because it's like, okay, I'm going to make you guys butter noodles and we're all going to, you know what I mean? We're all going to get TV. trashed on candy afterwards, watch as many hours of TV as we want. Uh, and then in this other place, like I'm going to fucking like, I'm going to really handle I'm gonna it. I'm going to help you with your math homework. After yeah. Dinner. Yeah. I mean, they were also different ages, like two contrasting stories is, uh, one, the, the, the structured family, um, they, they felt sometimes, like the, like the kids never knew exactly what they wanted kind of thing. So one time and kids never know when they need to pee. Right. <laughs> so yep. this one kid's like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta go pee. And I'm like, okay, dude, uh, let's take you to the bathroom. And then immediately was like, no, I don't have to pee. And now if you've babysat anybody, you know, that means you have to pee. Y'all got to pee, yeah. <laughs> pee right There's now. There's no false alarms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not like mm, maybe I'll hold it. Like we're in the house, dude. Like what do you, <laughs> I, it's so weird to me that kids don't want to go to the bathroom. Right. But they're unsure in their bodies, whatever. But this is the first time I'm like, are you sure? And I'm looking at, cause like, I obviously, I also can't make you. Okay. So I'm sitting down with this guy. I'm like, do you need to go to the bathroom? No, 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 I'm totally fine. Of course, 10 seconds later, this kid is pissing. Okay, like up a storm and not a bit. So I we're in this like side room. So I don't know why I have this thought. And this is just advice for anybody out there. Don't do what I did. Okay, don't do this. I know exactly what you're about Oh, to. I picked the kid up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're going to run to the bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> so I picked the kid up. Oh, only we're no. at like the farthest point of this house. Oh, no. And you need to know that this house is also a farmhouse. <laughs> so it is not structurally proper. So none of the floors are level. So so I dragged this kid through not one, not two, not three, but four rooms of this house, get him to the bathroom and he stops peeing immediately. Obviously. <laughs> okay. This house is so unlevel that this pee is gone everywhere, dude. It's ever, it's absolutely everywhere. I have to clean up. I have to wash the whole floor. I've never cleaned up so much pee in my entire life. 
It was madness, dude. So if you ever have to take care of a kid and somebody starts peeing, don't move them. Just that's don't, where just that's leave happening. them. It's just where it's happening. Okay, like contain, contain, contain. Okay, but secondarily, and a very different contrasting story. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of these two stories when I was watching this movie. Um, the, and, and in this story, and the most important story, I please know I am very much the bad guy in this story. <laughs> okay, I can't help it. Anyway, so this other family that was a little less structured, uh, the youngest child was very rebellious, right? And and rightfully so. Like, I understand that concept, okay? Um, Your parents had gotten divorced. This is your new mom. You live with them now. Fuck. Like, (laughs) yeah. Shit's not great. But she also got to do everything she wanted because she was daddy's little girl. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, they had, uh, I was babysitting over lunch. And I'm making these kids lunch, right? We're making some buttered noodles as per usual. And the mother had bought some fudgicles that the kids were very excited about, or fudgicles, I guess. Uh, and I was like, and this kid's chomping at the bit for one, this small child. She's like five, six years old, is losing her mind. She's like, I need one of these. I'm like, listen, we're all going to eat lunch. Afterwards, we're all going to enjoy one. Don't you worry. It's coming. But you have to wait for lunch. Like, you got to eat first, right? I can't just pump you up with sugar because you're a nightmare baseline. Yeah, yeah. Baseline, you're a nightmare. I pump, like, whatever, 50 cc's of fucking sugar in you. We're done. Okay, we're done here. Um, I quit, basically, is what's going to happen here, right? So uh, I'm cooking. I'm cooking. And this girl comes back, and she produces a popsicle stick. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I ate one. She's, she wants me to know that she has, not only has she eaten one, but she wants me to know that she's eaten one. She right. wants me to know that I'm not in charge here. Okay. Yeah, that's she a power move. Ch- oh, it's power. Oh, it's big power move. This girl's got big balls, man. Big <laughs> balls. I've never met a child with bigger balls than this child. Like, I, honestly, I, I respected it a bit for sure. Okay. Yeah. But I can't, I can't have chaos. You know what I mean? Like I'm supposed to be the authority here. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm like, listen, that's fine. I tell her that's fine. I'm like, listen, that's fine. When we all enjoy one afterwards, you're not going to have one. And that's going to be unfortunate for you. Like, you're going to feel bad. And she's like, oh, nah, 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 whatever. Leaves, okay? I should have gotten wise. <laughs> does she come back with the secondary one? Yes, she does. She comes back with a second popsicle stick. She goes, I ate another one. Okay, we're not having this. Now she's getting real bold, okay? Because, like, I haven't fought her on the first two, okay? She's getting real bold. She looks at me, and she goes, and I'm going to eat another one. And she goes around the corner to the freezer, right? But you've just announced what you're going to (laughs) do. I'm following you now. So I follow her, and she pulls one out, and she takes the wrapper off and, like, puts it kind of in my face. And it's like, see, I'm going to do it again. Like, I'm in charge, right? And at this moment, I have had simply enough. (laughs) So what I do is um, I grab it from her and I hold her shoulder and I eat it in front of her. And I tell her how good every lick of that popsicle is. (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, dude. That is the best. And oh, I can't, and I, dark. I, yeah, oh, it's real dark, dude. It's real dark. Now, obviously, like, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not holding her to, I'm just holding her a bit, right? Yeah. So after about, like, I get about, like, a quarter into this popsicle, this girl takes, and I let her go, because I'm like, message received. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make you watch me eat this whole freaking popsicle, because then that becomes sincerely evil, right? But this girl lost her mind. I get through a quarter of this thing. She is bawling her eyes out. Oh, you're the worst. I can't believe you. Do. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. She's already had in two. A, in a child's face. 
maniacally. I'm losing my mind. Like, this is the oh, best God. thing ever. This girl cries, runs upstairs, and I don't see her for the rest of the day, and it was the best babysitting day I've ever... I felt such joy in that moment. Evilly, evilly. I know that's evil, yeah. right? But, like, the joy, the pure joy I felt in that moment cannot be replicated, oh, I think. That's great. It was the best. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, never hire me as a babysitter. No, no, no. <laughs> You've moved on in careers. Yeah. Like a, you, don't, you don't want me around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Well, uh, where can people find you, Craig? Yeah, you can get me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. Yeah, and you can follow me as per usual at Rebecca Reads at anything of your choosing. If you're in Toronto and you're ever looking for uh, to see me on a show, Instagram's the best place to follow me. Uh, check out my stories. I post a lot uh, where I'm going to be at in the evenings. Uh, and, and guys, next week, very exciting. We're going to be talking about uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan to continue on our awesome movie month. Great movie, great episode. Check that out next week. Uh, and uh, this is us from The Villain Was Right reminding you to never invite Invite a witch into your home. <laughs> the Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>